welcome to your new favorite weekly podcast, Choosing Exist. I'm your host, Thomas. This is the place to be for trying new things, learning to approach things from a different angle, and leaving no room for the fear of failure. Each week, we talk about the weird things, the normal things, and the occasional things. We talk about how I would approach a problem that I'm currently seeing, or that I am currently facing. We're going to talk about apps that have my interest, and ways that I think that they can improve enjoyment of the things around us. To start, let's talk about the creative process. Specifically, my creative process. But to each their own, I'm sure some of what I do will be relevant to you, as I'm sure some of what you do is relevant to me. Whenever I'm creating anything, there's a lot of weaving in and out. There's a lot of building up, taking down, cutting content. And similar to a painting. When you first place that very first stroke, you don't necessarily know what it's going to look like once you place the last, until you place the last stroke. There's times where you'll paint, you'll paint over, you'll get rid of something, and then you'll be left with something that you're happy with. I can't remember where I read it, but the idea that comparison is the thief of joy. So comparing someone else's work to something I choose to do means that it's hard for me to be happy with what I have to offer unless I no longer compare it to what other people offer and I just create something for myself, create something I'm happy with, create something that's good enough for me and just allow allow myself to learn, allow myself to get better with time. I find the creative process so much more a journey than a destination. I find that when you do things and you want them to turn out exactly a certain way, you tend to limit yourself in the options of how you get to that point. When if you leave yourself flexible, if you leave yourself open to change however or wherever it takes its part, then where you'll end up is beyond your imagination. I'll admit I'm late to joining the podcast and general social media world, but I was doing my own thing. I was still learning things, but I think that there's this fear of if you don't do it the way that someone else is telling you how to do something, that you'll mess up, that you'll like, I don't fail at it, but you're, of course you're gonna mess up trying new things. Who gets everything right the first time, every time? Like, can you imagine if every single person who pretends to be perfect is actually as perfect as they are? Do you honestly believe that? Do you? Whoa, this spot is for an ad. You should buy things, specifically things from me, because I'd make more money that way than any ad I could possibly put in this. How long of an ad do you think I should make this spot? 15 seconds? 30 seconds? I don't know. Like, what's a fair amount of space for an ad?
guess I'll use this space to please remind you to follow, like, comment, interact, find me on other socials. It all helps. Thank you. And we're back onto something interesting. In this case, let's talk about people who play life like a video game. I mean, like, and the ways that the world lets us do that. Like, it encourages us, honestly, a lot of the time. Um, but one comparison that I have been enjoying thinking about these days is DoorDash, but not used as the, like, there's people who do it as a full-time job. And that sounds miserable, uh, if I'm being honest. For me, it sounds like the kind of thing where you would do it part-time. You would do it um, sort of on your way home from work or... If you needed to do go grocery shopping and you're hanging out at home on a Saturday, then you wait for an order to come in, you do it, and then you do your groceries, and then you drive home. Or like any kind of, if you're about to go driving somewhere, it's just a fetch quest to bridge, make, instead of doing A to B, you're going to B, B is the fetch quest and C is your actual destination. It's just a slight detour and I don't know, something to break it up. That said, um, to be able to do that, you need to be the kind of person who is capable of saying no, because you have to be capable of seeing an order come in and just saying, I don't want to accept that one and letting another driver take it. If you are just the kind of person who just says yes to everything, then you'll end up the kind of person who does it full time and doesn't think about anything else, which can get obsessive and dangerous because you're more than just one thing. We all are. It's not clear already. This podcast is basically for the people who enjoy listening to the sound of my voice. So uh, please enjoy. And here's the part where I'm going to talk about video games, I guess. Um, I recently played through Doki Doki Literature Club, and honestly, that game is just, it's so cute. Um, it's the kind of game where, after I finish playing it, I shut it off, and I am never launching that game ever again in my life. Um, and that's just gonna be how it's gonna be. Uh, I just don't want to ruin the memory. It was just, it was too good, and uh, I'm happy with, I'm just happy with how I left it. That said, the game definitely comes with some content warnings. Um, it it plays with a lot of sensitive topics, and the way it tells its story is a little bit fantastical, but also it is also a little real. It's a little scary, and it plays with concepts that some people may not be prepared for. Playing through it, I really came to the realization that there's going to be people who make choices in that game who don't even realize why it's the wrong choice. Or they won't even question whether or not there is a right choice. Um, I mean, some of them are obvious, some of them are not. I don't know. It's, it's one of those games that Sometimes it feels like you can't win. But at the same time, it's also one of those games that... To me, it's... It's something that 
has it gets more powerful the more you've lived through life the more decisions you've made the more memories that you have for it to bring up obviously it's a game it goes way over the top on some things but games are still based off reality and i think sometimes we forget that you probably can't tell but i'm actually trying to slow my speech down i have a habit of talking fast and not everyone can always understand what i'm trying to say so these days i'm trying to be more social or interactive with people and in that case that means being more understandable i mean the only reason i do any of this is for your attention whoever you are I don't know whose attention I get, but if you're paying attention, or the person who's supposed to be hearing this, you're the audience. Like, I don't know how else to say that. I don't know what my niche is. My niche is whoever's paying attention to me. Um, if I don't, if the people paying attention to me don't tell me who they are, don't give me something, then I just do my thing and hope that they're paying attention to me and want to participate because they like what I'm doing. Like, what else do you want from me? These these podcasts are going to be so all over the place. My uh, recording strategy is record something whenever and on whatever and then re-record it to add it on to the podcast. And it's probably going to stay similar to that for most of it. <laughs> it's just going to be things that catch my attention, things I'm thinking about. And I guess this first podcast is really more about an introduction to me so that you kind of see what you're getting into. And what you're getting into is my life because I don't know what else to talk about. Those are the only things. My life is the only things that's happening in front of my eyes. Like, if there's a news report that is very interesting that I think I should talk about, maybe I'll talk about that. If there's a video game that is really interesting, talk about that. If something happens in my life that I deem worthy of sharing to the internet, then talk about that. But like, I don't... I'm not used to sharing things on the internet, so I'm pretty cautious about the things I actually want to share. That said, I have a weird value system and some things I'll say that other people would be like, what? Why would you say that? So, I don't know. Mixed bag. See what happens, I guess. And for our last segment, we're going to talk about the hilarious time I saw where a line of geese were just walking slowly across the road, holding up traffic. They gave no shits. It was perfect. It was beautiful. I'm glad that they established themselves as a presence. 10 out of 10 would watch geese mess with drivers again any day. But this is probably a bigger, more natural occurrence of just no longer fearing people. No longer being accustomed to vehicles, being accustomed to people, and... So they just, they don't rush themselves out of the way. They know they can take their time. They're, they know people will walk around them. 
And so they don't think about it. I mean, <laughs> look at nature. If, if an animal doesn't have a predator, if an animal doesn't have something to fear, then they'll act without fear. I actually think it's really cool seeing like how behavioral changes are happening and changing in animals. Like, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the orcas messing with fishers' boats, but they're just out there. They're now accustomed to people. They're now accustomed to people's boats so much that they'll approach easily and mess with people or ruin people's boats. Maybe not probably on purpose. I assume they're playing with us because they're just massive creatures that, I don't know, are bigger than us by a long shot. And they've learned not to fear us. They've learned that they can come close and do whatever they want. And people will just suffer because what else are we going to do? They're huge. We're not. <laughs> Anyways, this has been the first podcast I've ever done. So thank you for joining me on this part of my journey. Uh, subscribe now. Keep in touch. And see you next time. Thank you.